Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The lights are out. Curry gets it. The lights go out. The game is over. And we're here to pick up the pieces. This is Warriors Wrap-Up on 95.7 The Game. Another rebound. He's had a good night on the glass. His seventh. Clay Thompson fakes. Flyby. Three ball. No good. Dunk by Kaminga. High in the air. Nobody saw him coming. Oh, oh, man. Well, that's what happens when you keep running to the rim and all of a sudden the ball bounces the right way and they don't see you. Oh, what a spectacular catch and dunk. Air traffic control was alerted on that oh, dunk. My. Welcome in. It is Warriors Wrap-Up. And that is the sound of Jonathan Kaminga. He is noisy these days. And I don't think there's any doubt that he is a part of that playoff rotation. Just no doubt. I wonder if he's not in the top seven or eight guys. But he is showing... I just, not only is it exciting, but I think it's so important not not only to what the Warriors want to do now, but certainly to what they want to do over the next five years, 10 years, 15 years. The kid's 19, for God's sakes. And hopefully all those 15 years will be right here because he is an absolute joy to watch. And again, it's not just the athletic feats. I continue to be staggered by the people who had to tell us how raw he was before the draft. I never totally got it. And I think we're seeing why it was pretty much just wrong. I tried to give people the benefit of the doubt at the time and say it's just not what we normally call raw. But I think also, if we're honest, he's just he's not raw. It's just... It, it, those people were just wrong. And I don't think this is a matter of an incredible level of development. I think it's a normal level of development that we've seen from Jonathan Kaminga for a talent that elite. But there's so many things he already does at a high level. And a lot of those things go beyond his athletic gifts. By the way, I'm getting ahead of myself. 888-957-9570 is our phone number if you want to get in touch. Come talk Warriors with me. What could be better? Things are great right now. This is 
this is as good as it gets. I mean, until you win a title, you're playing fun basketball. Nine straight wins now. Steph and Clay look like Steph and Clay. The kids are thriving. Moody didn't play as much tonight, but I do think just the fact that he saw the floor in a game that was still reasonably tight at the time tells you that Steve Curry is trying to find places to get Moody some minutes. And I guess what I would say is Jonathan Kaminga kind of got on the floor by necessity. You needed some bigger bodies. And what he's done is make it so that you cannot afford or justify keeping him off the floor. And I guess all I'm saying is give Moses Moody the opportunity to make the same case for himself. Because I think he might be capable of doing that. Like if if Moody's playing 10 to 20 minutes a game over the next three weeks, or at least leading up to the all-star break, I think we get a sense of whether he can really prove that he needs to have a spot in that rotation, at least for the regular season. 888-957-9570 if you want to talk about how Kaminga played tonight. Look, Clay did what Clay's supposed to do at the biggest moment. And it's every night for Stephen Clay at this point is not going to be perfect. Because it never is. But if you're just watching those guys, it's the Splash Brothers. 39 points tonight is nothing to write home about, but it was certainly all they needed. And again, the look of it, which matters more to me than anything else right now, the look of it, it's the Splash Brothers. They're back. It's everything it always was. And by the way, Clay, 29 minutes tonight. I don't know if Steve Kerr talked about that, whether his minute restriction is up to 30 or something, or if it just got away from him, I would like to know. We'll hear from Steve Kerr in a little while, but right now let's hear from you. 888-957-9570. That's the Comcast business text line. That's also how you call us on the phone, which is what Philmo Mike has done. What's going on, Philmo? Hey, what's up, Kowski, man? Comcast business line, do that. Check that out. Y'all know I work for Comcast been with eight years. Anyway, you need cable highlight me too. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> hey, man, Koski, you've been on it the whole time. You said it, I want to say, early in the draft process. I don't. I forgot if you were on with Damon Arado. You said basically, like, people are calling Kaminga raw. I swear to God, I remember this. You were the only one. I was like, I don't think he's as raw as people say he is. They're just calling him raw. You know what I mean? Like, you literally, yeah. I remember this vividly, bro, and I completely agree. How can he be raw? He averaged 16, a point, 16 points a game last year for the second-best league in the world. Like, James Rice, yeah. Weisman is a raw player. Uh, Taco Fall is raw. Uh, Biombo is raw. Kaminga's, <laughs> you know, he needed to work on some things, but he wasn't raw. Thanks, Koski, bro. Keep doing you. Yeah, thanks, Filmo. I, I, I think a better way for people to say it with Kaminga would have been to say something like he needs to learn to harness all of the things he can do into a consistently productive and helpful player. And that is a, that's like a career-long goal that he still needs to pursue. But 
I think people who thought he was, again, too raw or, like, not ready to help a good team in the right situation were ignoring all the things he already does at a very high level and how if he was coached right and put in the right positions and given the right opportunities that he would be able to bring those things to bear specifically to help a good team right now. And that's exactly what we're seeing. I mean, look, the three-point shot, the free-throw shooting, these are still works in progress. The ball handling, it's still a work in progress, although he's he, is, he does not lack confidence with his handle, which I like. And by the way, uh, text line as well as Sterling have confirmed, I missed it in the pregame, they did announce that his Clay's minutes restriction is up to 30 minutes. Thank you to a 510 texter and also to Sterling, who's, you know, works here and is doing his job properly. Uh, but again, there are things that Kaminga needs to learn. He's not always in the right spot. He's not always making the best possible decision. I would say of those three threes that he missed tonight, at least one of them he should have passed up. But also, there was a potential fourth three that he did pass up and instead passed it to Andre Iguodala and got one of his four assists. So all of these things are improving, and being around a team that does so many of those things the right way is obviously hugely helpful to the development of a guy who needs to figure that stuff out. And again, none of, none of the stuff he needs to figure out, none of that is concerning. He's 19. It's all just stuff that I have every confidence will come over the next few years. The only question for me with Jonathan Kaminga is whether he's a superstar or just a regular all-star. I mean, that's where I'm at with this kid. After watching what he's been able to do in his limited minutes so far, and again, I cannot believe he's not in that Rising Stars game. Can they not get him in on an injury replacement or something? Who wants to even watch that thing without him? I mean, I still do, but come on. Like, Giddy's in that game. And I think for a long time, we're going to be talking about those two guys. Because, you know, Filmo Mike is right. I did talk a lot about Kaminga and how I thought the Warriors should draft him and how I thought the uh, discourse around him was weird leading up to the draft. I also thought they had very little opportunity to do so because it seemed almost obvious that he was a top six player. But right before the Warriors draft, the Thunder take Josh Giddy instead. And look, Giddy, you saw him tonight. He looks good. I, the, the book is by no means closed on who's the better player. But I do think you can see why Kaminga probably should have been the better prospect. Again, who knows? Giddy looks really good. There's a lot of things he does better than Kaminga. But there is a level of potential in Jonathan Kaminga that is rarely found. And I think we will eventually look back on this draft and say he probably should have gone higher. 888-957-9570 is how you get in touch with us, either on the Comcast business text line or on the phone lines. Rodney in Oakland wants to talk trade and it is trade deadline week look we gotta be open to trade talks over the next couple of days i don't think anything's gonna happen but you never know and i i wouldn't close the door on it if i was in charge so let's hear it rodney what do you got for us 
Yeah, I was thinking, uh, you know, Moses Moody, because they, uh, Moses Moody, uh, I would say Belly and, and, and Looney or, or David Lee to get Miles Turner with some picks. Or, like, you still got J- uh, JaVel McGee on the board and DeMarcus Cousins. I mean, low post guys, you feel me? That can really do it for you. Feel me? Get that edge because come playoff time, they ain't going to need that many guys or play that many guys anyway. So you ain't losing. Then you got the draft pick so, at the end of the year. There's a couple interesting things in what you just said. Um, you're right that they're not going to be playing that many guys come playoff time. Uh I don't hate your idea. I don't think Indiana will love it. My guess will be they do better than the package, uh, the sort of poo-poo platter you just described. Um, also, though, though the, of the guys you mentioned, the only one that would be considered a post-presence is Cousins, and, and they're not going down that road again. As far as... JaVale, he's on a very good team and playing reasonably well, so I doubt he's available. Turner is available. Uh, Like I said, I don't know that the Warriors have the package to trade for him, and even if they could, if Draymond Green is healthy and seeing the way Kaminga has played, how much are you going to play Miles Turner in the playoffs even? Is he taking, I guess if you're trading Looney, then he's your starter. And I think in some ways he is an upgrade on Looney. He's probably not the, I don't know, maybe, maybe he's definitely a better shot blocker than Kavon Looney. Is he a better overall defender? I'm not sure. Looney is really solid on that end. I don't hate the deal, but I think I'm at a point with the Warriors where they have played well enough, so well, in fact, over time that I only want to make a deal that I think either A, makes the team significantly better right now to win a title this year, or B, you know, solves a problem without changing much of anything. Which is why if there's a buyout guy or some sort of weird salary dump trade, although I don't know how that would work with the Warriors' financial situation, but just in theory, if there's... A guy you can acquire cheaply while only losing one guy from the end of your bench, whether that's Damian Lee or uh, Belly or, God forbid, Juan, although I really don't want to see that happen. But certainly if if you can acquire a, a worthwhile, playable big in exchange for losing either by cutting or trading... Lee or Bielitsa, and the cost on top of that isn't more than a, you know, likely mediocre at best draft pick. I think I, that's the sort of thing I'd be on board for. The The trades that involve moving off of these young guys for a marginal improvement like Miles Turner, I get why. Because, again, I'm, I, I've said this on this show a lot. I am as worried about the Warriors' bigs situation as anybody I really am I'm not it makes me nervous to see that Kavon Looney is the only big man on this team right now and you know even though I I see Kaminga playing center and I know Draymond will when he comes back 
I, I still say, I think meaningfully, Kevon Looney is the only big on this team right now. And knock on wood, hopefully he's going to be the Iron Man he has been right through the playoffs. But even if he is, some depth at that position wouldn't hurt. And if he's not, I think you're in real trouble. So, fingers crossed. 888-957-9570 is the phone number if you want to give us a call or if you want to hit up the Comcast business text line, 408, Miles Turner's injured. He's He is somewhat injured right now. I think he's expected to return, so I do think he's still available. But, you know, big men with injuries to the lower extremities is something to worry about as well. So, again, I probably would not want to get into the Miles Turner business. But again, just me. Just me. I I don't think it's crazy. I just don't think I'd do it. Before we get into some of the sound uh, from post-game tonight, and and there's some really good stuff. uh, uh, By the way, on top of everything else, I'm starting to think Jonathan Kaminga is also very funny. Because he keeps slipping these sort of sneaky shots at his teammates into post-game interviews. Uh, I, what was the one? The, the last one, the other, uh, maybe last week, was at the podium. It was about Clay. That's what it was. It was... <laughs> he basically... I can't remember the, exactly what he said, but the gist of it was, hey, man, I watched Clay growing up. I watched pretty much his whole career. I never seen him pass like this, <laughs> which is, you know, funny if you did it on purpose. And I wasn't sure if he was just a 19 year old kid innocently describing things or if he was actually being sneaky funny because he's very deadpan when he does this stuff. But he had a joke tonight that I am positive was a joke. And I'm starting to think he's actually just a really subtly funny dude. And we're just starting to get to know that. It's cool to see. You know, look, we're going to watch this kid grow up in front of our eyes. He's a 19-year-old who came here from a foreign country speaking very little of the language as a as an early teenager. He's he's only been here for high school and now he's 19. He only went to high school for 3 years. Went to the G League. Now he's 19 in the NBA, thriving by the way. And he's going to grow up in front of our eyes. It's a cool thing, man. It's a cool thing. Anyway, we'll get to all that and to your calls and texts at 888-957-9570. But before any of that, I want to give you the shot of the game. And actually, listen, sometimes uh, it's two shots in such close succession that are so important that you can't really separate them. So tonight, the shot of the game presented by the County of Santa Clara is a double dip. Thompson off a screen by Looney, nailed it. That's a huge shot for the Warriors. And now now Thompson is tied with Paul George on the all-time three-point list. He likes that end of the floor for a jump shot. Steve Kerr directing traffic. Says Wiggins set a screen. So Curry now gets the rookie giddy. Curry working alone, step back, nothing to do. Finds Thompson for three. Got another one, Clay Thompson. Back-to-back three. They gave him so much room. I I cannot believe his defender did not challenge that. It's a great call by Jim. He just hit a huge three. 
They, they weren't they weren't up tight enough on Steph a couple times tonight either. Look, they're young. <laughs> it's an inexperienced Oklahoma City Thunder team. These are not the Thunder that those guys torched in years past. They don't remember. They they do not have an institutional memory of of a past of being lit on fire by the Splash Brothers. That was the shot or shots of the game presented by the County of Santa Clara. Book a COVID-19 booster shot now at sccfreevax.org or call 211. That's sccfreevax.org or call 211. Or call 888-957-9570. That's our number if you want to talk some Warriors. 408 Texter says, at that same number, by the way, Comcast Business Text Line, 888-957-9570. What was the joke Kaminga said? I'm getting there, man. Bear with me. It was a tease. So, like I said, I think it was last week he made the joke about I watched Clay's whole career. I'd never seen him pass like that. And I wasn't sure it was a joke. But then tonight, Jonathan Kaminga was the guest on on television for a post-game interview. And... Grant Liffman asked him a question about, you know, on a night like tonight, when it seems like energy is a little low, do you, you know, especially focus on bringing energy to the floor? And here's what Kaminga said. Uh, just, you know, I always come out here, especially with the team we got, you know, they always need, we got a lot of old guys, so they always need a young guy to just bring in a lot of energy. And I think that's my job and that's my role in this team since we don't have dream on every time. And that's what I did. And I came in, I just brought energy and then, we had a good solution after that. Come on. Come on. There's no way that's not a joke. Give me the beginning again, Sterling. Uh, just, you know, I always come out here, especially with the team we got, you know. They always need, we got a lot of old guys, so they always need a young guy to just bring in a lot of energy. And I think that's my job. Come on. And that's my role in that's this team. Not, he knows what he's doing. This This kid knows what he's doing. We got a lot of old guys, so they always need a young guy to bring some energy. That's not an accident. He's funny. I love everything about this guy. Jonathan Kaminga, ladies and gentlemen. Making us laugh and making us go, oh! Because that put-back dunk tonight was a, oh! He is not just a spectacular leaper. He is a spectacularly quick leaper. And just moves incredibly fast around the floor. That play, you know, both radio and TV, I think, gave the Thunder some crap for not boxing him out. You know, if you give him a runway to the rim, of course he's going to have a putback dunk. But he moves so fast for such a big, strong guy. It's, It's really something spectacular to watch. And I really think the kid is figuring out, you know, who he is at the NBA level and what he has to be for this team to be successful. And again, talking after the game tonight, I feel like just understand, again, when you talk about a player that's raw, you usually mean someone who's not capable of understanding a role, who who can't use what skills they have to affect the game in different ways and not just as a centerpiece or a focus. Uh, and and Kaminga clearly understands that, at least now he does. And he talked about that after the game. 
It's just a lot of work and a lot of uh, sitting down with coaches, watching film, and knowing where I need to be at every position. And just pretty much knowing my role. Yeah. He's put in the time. But also not every 19-year-old even putting in the time is going to get to this level. And that brings me to something a, a, a couple of texters have said. 707 texter, would you insert Wiseman in the rotation in a playoff scenario, assuming he's healthy? I can't say I would right now. I can't. I can't say I, I cannot say that. And I have very high hopes for James Wiseman. I am not down on the long-term prospects of James Wiseman. I'm just a realist. I'm looking at the situation as it is right now. And you're talking about a young man who had a COVID and injury interrupted rookie year after entering the league as one of the least experienced top two draft picks of all time. Just a guy with a truly historic lack of experience at any level above high school. And so now that he's missed nine months of action, 10 months of action. And that includes not just on floor action. That includes like full court scrimmage action and practice. That includes any work beyond one-on-one work. Like he has, he has missed all of that development opportunity as high as my hopes are for him in general. I can't say I would insert him in a playoff rotation on a team that is playing this well. And that's why, I mean, even if he comes back, how early does he have to come back to show that he deserves to be a part of that playoff rotation, I think is a huge question for the Warriors. And frankly, I, I think it, I think the answer is he's got to do it kind of early. Someone on the text line also saying, are we sure Kaminga's only 19? Yes. We're positive. Well, I mean, what do I know? We're pretty sure. <laughs> I got a text from R.C. Davis, the uh, voice you hear right before mine on the Warriors postgame show. And he makes a good point that now that LaMelo is in the All-Star game, perhaps he drops out of the Rising Stars game, and maybe that's an opening for Kaminga, I don't know how that works as far as, you know, they do it by the world in the U.S. And obviously, LaMelo would be the U.S. and Kaminga would be the world, I think. So maybe, I don't, I don't know. But that could be a possibility, I suppose. For what it's worth, you know, Kaminga does not seem to care. Here's what he had to say about the Rising Stars game. I ain't really worried about that. As long as I'm still playing here, getting better every single day. Because, you know, especially most of the time when you go to the rising game, it's not like really helping you working on your craft. It's just like a fun game. I mean, I would love to be there, but they pass on me, so I ain't got to worry about that. I'm just focus on the future now, helping the team and win, and just getting better every day. He's going to be at All-Star Weekend. And my suspicion is he's going to be there plenty of times over the course of his career. And honestly, that's what he, he sounds like a guy who doesn't who's, who's not worried about the junior all-star game. 
he practically could have said there, like, you know, I'll play in the real one someday. For now, I'm just going to work on, on getting better. And I think, you know, look, everybody says stuff like that. You can doubt the ultimate sincerity of those sorts of comments. Not not Kaminga specifically, but but anyone who's saying those sorts of, oh, no, it's fine. Passed over for the All-Star game for the Rising Stud? Nah, it's not me. I'm not worried about that. I just focus on me one day at a time. Everyone says stuff like that. It's natural to question the validity and seriousness of it, but I think the results of Kaminga on the floor show that, you know, even if he's playing down how much he may have cared or not about this, he really is a guy that's mostly just worried about helping this team right now. You know, he talks about understanding his role. He talks about what he can do to help. And obviously right now, one thing he can do to help is playing center. And he talked about the adjustment that that has been for him. Like I said, you just coming down in the game. We don't have any five. We don't have any three, whatever, one. Sometimes Steph played a three. And it's the true point guard. But just coming in the game, playing a role, uh, doing a little detail to tell you to do. That's it. Again, he's just – the way he approaches so much of this stuff belies his age. Maybe a texter's on to something. Maybe he's secretly older. <laughs> maybe – maybe. I mean, look, as long as he's healthy, I don't care if he's secretly older. But he just seems very mature. He seems to be handling the situation so well. He seems to be taking advantage of the opportunities so well. And even on the floor, some of the decisions he makes are, are at such a high level for a guy who, again, was often described as raw, but maybe more to the point, is just 19 years old and, and beyond being young in life, is pretty young in the game of basketball. 888-957-9570 if you want to weigh in on Kaminga or anything else. Got another 30 minutes or so in Warriors wrap-up. Right now, let's get Cliff on here. What's happening, Cliff? about rim protectors the Warriors could possibly obtain if they wanted one. And when you mentioned Christian Thompson, you were making me laugh because Draymond Green will never let that guy on that team. You know those guys don't get along. You're laughing because Christian Thompson was looking for Draymond at a nightclub to do damage. Yeah, I mean, you guys can usually get over that stuff in pursuit of a title, but you might be right on that one. That one was a little dodgy. And Tristan has, uh, Draymond is not the only person who's not the biggest Tristan Thompson fan in the world. That being said, I, I, I don't know that I was mentioning him as a specific target so much as throwing out the names of the sort of player I'm talking about. Someone that likely would be available either you know uh, after being bought out just on a minimum or at a extremely low trade price and i don't know if the kings are just looking to dump the guy or release him after the trade deadline they, you could do worse surprisingly tristan's only 30 years old but yeah you could also do better 510 Texter says, you guys on the Wiseman stuff are not listening. 
Andre Iguodala says he does wow stuff. Draymond said he's going to be great. Lacob said he's not trading him. They know. Look, first of all, nobody knows. Nobody knows. Nobody knows yet. That's the whole thing. All the conclusions, either way, about James Wiseman, they're all wrong. Or at best, they're a lucky guess. We don't know. Of course those guys are more informed. And if you were listening to me, you would have heard me say over and over again, I don't think they'll do anything. I certainly don't think they'll trade James Wiseman. But the question that I was asked by a texter was, would I put James Wiseman back into the rotation for the playoffs if he's healthy? I still think he'll be very good one day. But I'm not ready to say he belongs in a playoff rotation of a team that's been one of the two best in basketball all year long when he hadn't played in almost a year and barely had played in the NBA before that and barely played in college. He's the Trey Lance of centers. Oh, God, I'm ducking. All right, 888-957-9570. Let's not talk about Wiseman because we don't know. Let's talk about Jonathan Kamingo. Let's talk about what we saw from Clay Thompson and Steph Curry tonight. I'm telling you, the Splash Brothers are officially back. Comcast business text line, phone lines are open, 888-957-9570. I'm Matt Kolsky with you on Warriors Wrap-Up. We'll be back right after this. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did-we-just-hit-a-million-orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at 
at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odyssey podcast. Curry shows the ball as if he wanted to shoot it right in front of the logo. They've seen that here before. Curry off a screen by Looney takes a deep three. Got it! Curry and the crowd ooze and ahs. Now back to Warriors wrap up on 95-7 the game. Here's Matt Kolsky. We are back on Warriors wrap up, and if you want to join us, feel free. 888-957-9570. That's the number. You call it, you end up on our phone lines. You text it. Well, that gets you to the Comcast business text line. And someone texted earlier, hey, uh, would you insert Wiseman in the rotation in a playoff scenario, assuming he's healthy? And I explained that, no, I can't say that I would right now. And for relevance sake, let's talk about what that playoff rotation is. Because I, let's, uh, I, I assume we're assuming the whole team is healthy. Because if we're assuming James Wiseman healthy, we should definitely assume Draymond Green healthy as well. I'd assume Draymond Green healthy first if I could. So if we have the presumed starting lineup of Steph, Clay, Wiggins, Draymond, Looney, okay? Obviously, that's the first five in, in your rotation. Now, when we talk playoff rotations, eight guys is probably... The the regular significant minute rotation. Nine. Maybe you can find a way to get to ten, but I bet Steve Kerr would tell you he doesn't want to really be playing ten guys regular minutes come playoff time. And look, some of that stuff at the back of the bench will switch around. But it's already ridiculously crowded in the playoff rotation. Obviously, Jordan Poole is in it. Not up for debate. I think almost as obviously, Otto Porter is in it. And nearly as obviously as that, you have Kaminga and Gary Payton II. That's nine. So that does not include Andre Iguodala, Juan Toscano-Anderson, Damian Lee, Moses Moody, or James Wiseman. Now, could Wiseman... Get past Iguodala, or if you want to rearrange that, get past Peyton or Kaminga to sneak into that rotation? Maybe. But only if he comes back pretty soon and looks a lot better than I'm expecting him to look right off the bat. And a 240 texter says, Bro, you're undervaluing the importance of high IQ ballers on this current roster. Wiseman will benefit greatly from the tutelage of Iggy. Bielitsa and OPJ. And I don't discount that. I'm not undervaluing that, I don't think. I mean, who knows? I'm not trying to. I'm aware of that. And I'm aware they like the kid. And I do think they'll have a positive effect on his development. But, I mean, we watched the first, whatever, 40-something games of his career, did we not? And that guy's not ready. And I would argue that that guy has quite a ways to go before I'd be ready for him to crack the playoff rotation on the team I've been watching so far this year. 
I'm trying to picture how good Wiseman would have to look down the stretch for me to feel like he'd be a more valuable part of the rotation than Kaminga or Porter. By the way, Bielitsa I didn't even mention yet. (laughs) I mean, who knows if he'll crack that playoff rotation. I would say right now, probably not. Now, could Wiseman be useful at some point in the playoffs? Yeah. Yes. Yes, he could. I mean, there might be a time where you just need a tall guy, where you just need extra big men defensively to match up with the big bodies on the other team. I It's, it's hard to say. It depends a lot on who you play. Are there situational matchups where if Wiseman's healthy, you'd give him a shot? Sure. Definitely. But as far as the regular playoff rotation, and a 925 texter saying Andre is definitely in the rotation as long as he's healthy. Yeah, that's probably true. It's just so hard to know what that means, you know? I mean, he finally came back tonight and he left because he had a sore back. So is that just because he felt like the game was in hand? Uh, you know, it's hard to say with Andre. He could just be playing coy and he'll be totally fine to play 15 minutes a night come playoff time. Or maybe he's only up for that once a week. I I don't know. I don't know. We'll have to see with Andre. That's why I didn't put him in the top eight or nine. But if he's healthy, he's certainly going to play. The texter's right about that. 408 texter says this is why the dubs don't need anyone. If Steph, Clay, Draymond, Iggy, Wiggs, Looney, Otto, GP2, Poole are healthy, I don't see anyone winning more than one game in the West except the Lakers? Maybe two games if they're healthy. Only an East team like Bucks or Heat might win two games. Uh, First of all, you are disrespecting the Suns and the Grizzlies right now because there's nothing the Lakers have shown. I mean, look, I get why you'd be scared of a healthy Laker team just because Anthony Davis and LeBron alone, if they really get it rolling, that's a little scary. But even with those guys rolling, the Lakers have not been great this year. There's too much trouble going on down there. The Suns and Grizzlies are definitely bigger threats. That said, I think I probably agree. If this team is fully healthy and Looney is all good, there's only a couple of matchups where their lack of size would even be stressed. The Suns and Grizzlies are two of them. The Bucks and maybe the Heat. I'm not as worried about the Heat as some. But the Bucks are also certainly one of them, right? So... I get it. I get standing pat, and maybe that's the right thing to do. I'm not sure. It's hard for me to say without knowing what could theoretically be on the table. But I do know that I I think the potential issues with size are significant enough that I would be kicking tires on every available large person if I was the Warriors. Every available player in the league over 6'10 would get at least a look from me, at least a price check. And it may very well be that nothing makes sense. But I'd, I I would feel like it was important to know what it would take if I wanted to go grab a big guy. You know, who is going to be out there on the buyout market? How willing are they to come here? Who might be available for a second round pick and a you know a random 
back of the bench player. I'm not sure I know the answers to that. I, I honestly don't see a lot of names. Tristan Thompson that the caller mentioned, even though Draymond doesn't like him, is one of the names. People have mentioned um, Mark Gasol. I know Anthony Slater mentioned Mark Gasol today. I, I, I don't hate that idea. But my point is I'd certainly be looking, I'd be knocking on every door that might have a man over six foot ten behind it. Because that's it, it is something that I feel like if it's not a need, it's certainly something they could use. How's that? Let's go to some of the sound from post game tonight. Uh, obviously, you know where we stand on Clay Thompson on this show. Uh, it's a religion, Claytheism, and tonight a really nice. Again, just a very clayish performance. The minute restrictions up to 30 minutes now. He got his 29 in. It's a little less awkward, and it wasn't the best shooting night overall. But when it came down to it in Oklahoma City, he hit some big threes, which sounds familiar. Uh, as far as what Clay remembers, uh, don't ask. It's nothing. I really I don't remember, man. I black out in those moments. <laughs> I love him. I just love him a lot. All right, Clay. Uh, how did it feel to be getting back out there for uh, 30 minutes as opposed to just 25? It felt incredible. I mean, that's a big milestone for myself and hopefully can build on it. And that was a lot of fun, especially to come back in and in the game the way we did. Yeah, it was great. Um, and he went on to say he didn't take it for, for granted. It was a ton of fun. I am most impressed with my no turnover game. I don't think I've had one of those this year, so I'm glad I was able to do that. And I just am happy playing almost 30 minutes. That's a, I don't take that lightly. That's a big, big milestone. It is. I mean, everything's a big milestone. Remember, the last time he rehabbed an injury, he was right on the verge of returning, and he had an even more significant injury happen. So every... Every stepping stone he crosses on the comeback trail that is a success is a big one. I'm just so happy for him, for us, for everyone, for the Warriors, for Steph. It's just, it's a beautiful thing. It's the Splash Brothers that we fell in love with. And uh, Jordan Poole is enjoying being a part of the Splash Brother experience. I mean, you think that every time they shoot the ball, you know, they're liable to get hot quick. It doesn't matter who or where. It's Clay, it's Steph, and they can get hot whenever. And remember, this is the first time Poole has gotten to play with Clay. He's enjoying it. It's cool to see him out there. You know, I've been seeing Steph the last two years, and Clay brings a different dynamic. You know, so seeing how aggressive he is on the ball and seeing what I can learn and I can take from that is, uh, is huge. He's talking about defense there, but there is something to the offense where these two guys have a symbiotic relationship. It, it, it's different. It's a different sort of look. They're it's great. They're both you know two of the what five greatest pure shooters of all time in the same backcourt, but they do things in such different ways, and that's down to even their. They're just their vibe. Very different sort of people. Uh, Steph Curry, you know, look, I, I 
think he's a fun dude. I think he he probably can chill just fine at times, but he's very careful. He's very precise with the things he says and does. He's intimately aware of how many eyes are on him. And what's so lovable about Clay is that if he knows, he doesn't seem to care. He's just being Clay. And there's like that sort of stuff is infused into who you are as a player as well. And I just think the way they fit together is unparalleled and wonderful. Just wonderful. It's so wonderful to have it back. It just makes me so happy. 408 Texter. Splash Brothers still the best duo in sports when healthy. Yeah, man. I can't think of, uh, you know, we're going to see a really good one on Sunday with Joe Burrow and uh, Jamar Chase. But they're pretty new on the scene. I I, I do think there's probably a, uh, you know, fully healthy KD Kyrie or KD Harden that might have gotten there, but that basically never happened. So, yeah, why not? They are still the best duo in sports when they're healthy. 925 texter saying, what about Robin Lopez? Yeah, I'd think about him. Again, I would kick the tires on any tall man who has been in the NBA before. I would want to know, what's it going to cost? How how could we make this happen? And if it's relatively easy, yeah, I, I think I'd really consider it. 707 texter says, Clay makes the team better, period. Pool's a stud in the making. I'm super stoked for the future on this team. The bench has mad depth. And we're starting to see the bench depth regularly now. It feels like every game, somewhere in the fourth quarter, they put up the bench scoring, and the Warriors are blowing out whoever they're playing these these last couple weeks. Kaminga's a huge part of that. Pool moving to the bench is obviously a huge part of that. It's really exciting to see this team start to kind of come into their own, and, and really the... Look, we don't need to redo the Wiseman argument. Maybe he'll come back too, and that'd be great. But really the only missing piece for the Warriors to essentially be the whole complete version of themselves, the missing piece right now, it's just Draymond. And they are humming at a level where I I just... I'm with the texter who said, I think it's going to be really tough to beat the team in its current form if they're healthy. I, I believe that too. That's why I'm so on the fence about, you know, potentially adding a big man. It's not an easy decision to tinker with a team that has been so good, especially when you consider they have yet to be fully healthy. It has, it has yet to happen. Let's hear from Steve Kerr's post-game press conference tonight. And obviously, Clay and Kaminga, big focuses of what he was talking about and uh, specifically with Clay, getting him some more minutes in the second half. We wanted to get him uh, you know, more minutes in the second half. I think it'll start to be a cleaner rotation from here on out as he continues to, uh, to bump up the minutes. Okay, what does that mean, Steve? What is a cleaner rotation? Meaning we don't have to think about it. Like we don't have to pull him out. You know, he might be going really well and, and we could play him a few extra minutes without having to follow, you know, a strict guideline. More fluid, I should probably call it. I guess he's saying he thinks 
you know, they might get rid of that minutes restriction at some point, or he's just saying he's going to sort of save some minutes so that he can be a little more flexible in the second half, which makes sense. And with 30 is a big enough number that it allows you to do that a little bit. As far as having clay out there down the stretch, obviously paid dividends tonight. And just in general, look, I think Steve Kerr is enjoying watching the return of the splash brothers as much as any of us. In particular, do we have that cut? Great having Clay at the end. Great to be able to have him out there. And obviously, you know, we, we're still dealing with injuries to key guys. And without Draymond, changes our rotation dramatically. We held out Andre out in the second half because he tightened up his back. So we were kind of scrambling a little bit in the fourth quarter. You know, Moses played in Andre's minutes, did a great job. And it was nice to get him some key moments in a, in a pressurized game. And I thought he handled it beautifully. I thought Jordan Poole played a fantastic game, you know, really decisive and efficient with the ball. And Steph, too. And the ball moved beautifully tonight, 30 assists. And we, for the most part, we took care of it. Biggest issue for us tonight was the uh, offensive boards. They had 18 of them. All those extra possessions was what allowed them to stay in the game. Yeah, the offensive rebounding of Oklahoma City was a problem. Apparently, though, also a potential problem with Andre Iguodala's back. Uh, Steve Kerr had some more to say about that. It's a concern. I mean, he hasn't played. And then his first game back, it tightens up. So it's definitely a concern. We need him. You can see how good he was in that first half. He just does so many things for us. So I'm definitely concerned. Not great. Uh, Don't want to hear about multiple back injuries uh, on the same team. But again, I, I don't think anyone who pays attention ever expected Andre to be a big regular season factor. So you know, this is the process of trying to figure out how to have him healthy when the playoffs come around, and I, I bet he'll get another week or two off now. The other big topic of the evening, though, was Jonathan Kaminga. And there are a lot of things to get excited about with Kaminga, but in particular, Steve is excited about the way he has been passing the ball lately. JK's been great. He had a really nice night tonight in a stretch in the first half where he set beautiful screen for Jordan. Jordan went in and got a dunk. And what I loved about that play was he had the ball earlier in the possession and got the ball out of his hands quickly and went up and set the screen. It was 0.5 basketball. It's everything we, we try to preach on a daily basis. So he's starting to, JK is starting to feel more and more comfortable with what we're trying to accomplish on the floor. Still got a long way to go, but getting better every day. And on top of that, you know, as he's just learning how to do the things that the Warriors want to do, as he's finding a way to fit in in his role, he's also now being asked to play center for, I think, maybe the first time in his life. And, and Kerr talked about asking him to do that. We're just kind of, you know, putting lineups together that we think can be successful. But as as we get healthier, you know, Draymond will be playing some five. We'll see how it all plays out. But he's definitely perfectly suited to play a small five uh, just with his strength. Elaborate, Steve. What makes him the perfect small five? 
just his strength and power and explosion. The league is generally small now. There's a lot of fives who are, you know, basically fours who have been moved up to the five spot. So, you know, we wouldn't have him guard Joel Embiid or anything, but you know, with most of the matchups each night, JK is perfectly capable of handling that spot defensively. And of course, beyond all the nice stuff he's doing in his role, beyond how proud Steve is that he moved the ball quickly and went to set a screen, he has those moments where you can see a future superstar. And that is something that Steve addressed as well. Of course. I think that's the reason we selected him in the draft because he's got a high ceiling and you can see the potential for bigger things from him. But we're focused right now on just trying to help him develop. And he's doing a great job of learning the nuances that he needs to learn in order to become a really good player in the league. So very happy with his development and definitely excited about his future. Look, that is I know it sounded monotone and, and whatnot, and that's Steve Kerr's post-game demeanor, but I really think that's as good a compliment as a young player could get. You know, look, we see the star flashes. That's why we drafted him. We see that he has the ability to be a star. But what we're also seeing is a guy who is not just willing, but enthusiastic to embrace the role that we have for him on this team right now where he is not the star. And he is figuring out how to do the little things that make him valuable in that role. And I think anyone who's watching can see it happening on the court. And like I said earlier, just the prospect of getting to watch this kid grow up in a basketball sense right in front of our eyes over the next decade is extremely exciting to me. I'm glad to be around for it. What a time to be alive, ladies and gentlemen. Speaking of what time it is, uh, it's about time to wrap up Warriors wrap up. We're going to be flipping things over to Kolsky and company in just a minute here. So stick with us. Going to have some fun for the next hour, but it will not be Warriors wrap up fun. Thanks to everybody who called in and had something to say about the dubs. They are back in action on Wednesday at Utah. Then Thursday, a quick turnaround. They'll be back home to host the New York Knicks. Kolsky and Company is next on 95.7 The Game. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.